Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9-0 crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. Welcome back to another episode of the Chase for 28 podcast. This is episode 20. My name is Chris Nessie, and I am joined, as always, by my Yankee podcast compadre, AJ Bianco. AJ, it's Friday night, mm. and mm. Uh, the mood is not right. No, nope. but, but how are you? What's up, my man? Oh, doing doing well, <laughs> doing well. You know, not like I'm living and dying by what the Yankees do every day. This team sucks. They kind of do. I mean, they're I, 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 they're an average team, and I think that's that's as good as we're gonna get. You know, here's the funny thing. I was listening to some content this week, some podcasts. I was listening to the radio. I read some things. And it's not the whole team. It's the offense. Yeah. Yankee pitching, a little up and down, okay. But for the most part, the Yankee pitchers have gotten the job done. And if I'm not mistaken, we came into this season questioning what the Yankee pitching would be. We didn't really have any questions about the offense because unfortunately we looked at the offense on paper and we know they don't play games on paper they play them inside your tv set correct (laughs) it's the offense the offense just hasn't gotten going this team is consistently inconsistent trying to win baseball games by scoring two to three runs a game and i'm sorry you're not going to win in 2021 when they're probably averaging two runs a game, two and a half runs a game, maybe. They're at the bottom of the league and run scored. I don't even have they to are. look at that. No, they're, they're, they're between 25 and 29th in total offense. It's pathetic. It is. They're, they're showing they, a shot here. Houston leading Toronto 13 to 1. Why can't we score 13 runs on Toronto? Minnesota, I think they got 13 runs playing Tampa Bay. Today. I don't know if you have it up on your screen. I don't have it up on my screen, no. <laughs> but it's like, what are we not doing? Scoring? Hitting the ball, we lead the league in double plays. We sure do. Not the not the good kind where you turn them. No, no. Hitting no. into them, but go ahead. What were you going to say? Leading the league in double plays, leading the league in outs on the base path. Yes, that was. Like, I, I these, was mortified are, when things, I saw that graphic. These these are things you you can't do to be a competitive winning team. You can't do this. And like I know we're sitting back and we're just bashing the Yankees, but look. They're just not good right now. They're 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 not exciting. They're not doing anything right 
Like their pitching is fine. You know, but watching the game against the Red Sox on this Friday night, Michael King gives up, you know, four, four runs. Okay, so it says four earned runs. But again, it's four earned runs in only a few innings. Yankees have two runs. Again, putting guys on first and second with one out, nobody out. What do you do? Double play, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. It is mind boggling how they do nothing. You know what the weird thing and though, the is? Offense is where, the offense is where the money is. Everybody wants to have the offense. The offense is where the money is. And who are they missing? They're missing one guy. They're missing their first baseman. It's the only thing they're missing. Well, Stanton's out too. He's playing. Oh, he's playing today? Okay. He, he's playing today. But like, he, it feels he like he's not there. This week. It feels like he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> he had a single tonight. Ooh. Ooh. Like, I, I just, I, I, I get upset because. This is what I said to somebody yesterday. Because of the name on the front of the chest, I have high expectations. Because I would hope that the people who run the organization would say, mm, this isn't working, this isn't baseball, let's change it. That's my expectation. And then I understand that the figurative names in the back are not going to be the ones who can put up the things that we want them to put up. A guy like Rugi Odor should not be a starting anywhere on this Yankee team. I cannot tell you the amount of times he has popped up with runners in scoring position with two outs or less over the last couple of games to do nothing. Dude's batting 180 and he's not producing at all. Yes, I'm so glad he's playing great defense, but if that's the case, put Tyler Wade in there to play some defense and at least you'll have speed on the bases. There is no reason that he should be popping up to the pitcher's mound on first and second when you're down by two. Here's the thing. We're looking at this with our pinstripe colored glasses, okay? This is not just a Yankee thing. If you look league-wide, and I think, but this is part of it, the whole league kind of looks like this in terms of batting average, whether, again, it's a baseball problem where it's, we're either seeing home runs or strikeouts or walks, right? We're not seeing guys across the league overall putting the ball in play. And I know I brought that up and you kind of poo-pooed the idea of this is not what these guys get paid to do. These guys get paid to hit home runs, launch angle, exit velocity, all that crap. Okay. That's a baseball problem. That's not just a Yankee problem. We're just looking at it with our big Yankee magnifying glass on our team. Right. So when you look at some of these Yankees, yeah, numbers are down, but compared to the rest of the league, some of these guys are hitting quote unquote above average, but their average is still like, you know, they're horrendous. You know, we could throw out numbers, you know, how many times did some of these old timers strike out in their whole career? And you guys got guys that'll do that in half a season, Mm -hmm. you know? So what's the, what is this team missing? I don't think it, we need pitching. I know they say you can never have too much pitching, but if I'm looking to make improvements on this team, I'm not looking at pitching. I'm not looking to get a star bat, but we need something in terms of offense. Maybe that could have been Rugi Odor, but not in an everyday role, which he's been forced into. Could have been a nice little bat off the bench, a role player. Who are the role players on this team? I don't know that we have any so much as everybody's playing. It's kind of what's on my mind. No, that's fine. And let me go back here. Yes, it's a baseball problem. Yes, numbers are down. However, the baseball problem 
it's not consistent because there's a lot of teams that understand how to move a runner over and find a way to score a run. We don't do that. Yankees do not do that. They're, they're, they're not moving guys over and moving them over during a double play does not count with the bases loaded or second or first and second. That doesn't count. But they're not, they're not, and I think I've said this like three episodes in a row now, they're still not putting together productive outs. Like there's no sack flies. There's no, there really is no bunting. There's no stolen bases. We have two lefties in our lineup. The entire lineup is a right, right-handed heavy. How are you putting together a team like this? And in, we in Yankee Stadium. The in Yankee Stadium. Right. And we argued this at the beginning when we started the show. But like the lefties should not be Odor and Gardner. Gardner had his first two-hit game on Thursday. His first two-hit game since 2019 extra base hit game. Excuse me. His two, two extra base hit game. He had a home run and a double. First time since 2019. And that's our starting whatever he is. And like I'm tired of like, I'm reading an article today from uh, MLB. Why Clint Frazier is about to, ex- no, he's not. Like, n- no, he's not. No, he's not. No, George just swung at a pitch that hit the grass in the bottom of the ninth inning with, when we need a base runner, this dude threw a curveball in the dirt. I think it hit the grass and Odor swung. Strike three. Like, this team, they, they, they are looking to hit home runs. I heard a stat today. I, I don't remember the exact number. But a good chunk of the Yankee home runs have only been solo home runs. Yes, it was some ridiculous number. I, I, I heard that as well. It was more than half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a team, they've got 67 home runs. I think something I mean, like it was 46, 46 or something, 43 or something like that was a solo home run. Yeah. And, and real quick to go, cause I pulled up their, uh, their team stats for so far, uh, as a team, they have 13 stolen bases on the year. Care to care to guess who leads the team in stolen bases, who leads the Yankees in stolen bases. Yes. I'll give you a hint. Three. It's not Gardner. The this player has the three stolen three. bases. Um, radio silence. I don't want radio silence. I'm just kind of going through. <laughs> I, ha- I I want to say like it's one guy, but it might not be. Like I'm leaning towards Frazier. I want to say Wade. I know it's not Wade, but at the back of my mind, I'm like, is it Sanchez? Um, I don't know. Who, who is it? Glaber Torres has three stolen bases. And I wouldn't even have thought he had any. <laughs> the next wow. four guys have two. One of those four guys isn't on the team anymore. <laughs> Mike Talkman. <laughs> Frazier's got two. Wade's got two. LeMahieu's got two. Gardner's got Goodness. one. Urshela's got one. Beautiful. Now, um, amongst all this negativity, and I think we're just being real, where would this team be without Aaron Judge, who is having a nice individual season? Yep. All right. He's doing great. Judge is batting 289 on a team whose team average is 227. He's got to be he- higher than that right now. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. He's he's uh, two for four tonight with a home run and an RBI. So his numbers are going to jump a little bit. He should be at about 293 or so. All right, so he's either got 13 or 14 home runs. I don't know if this is updating in real time. It's 14. It's 14. He's got 14 home runs, 31 mm-hmm. RBIs. Just looking. It's okay, Clint. Just keep watching that ball go by. Bottom of the ninth. Don't swing the bat. Low oh, oh. Just watch it go by. Just keep the bat on your shoulder. I don't. I, I don't understand. We, we were spoiled, AJ. Here. AJ, we're spoiled. Yeah, kids in the 90s. Like, we had great teams. 
We have great teams. I saw a trending on Twitter earlier this evening that Alfonso Soriano happens to be attending tonight's game with his family. And everybody on Twitter was like, somebody should sign him. I bet he could hit. I bet you he could. I bet you he could. It just doesn't look good. Look, and and here's, and and again, going back to what I said a little bit ago about the expectations, I'm not expecting this team to win a World Series. Yes, they can get hot. Yes, they'll probably win 90 games. Oh, that had to hurt. Um, They'll probably win 90 games. I just, I, I don't see them competing for a World Series. Because again, you asked the question, who who do the Yankees get? They don't have anything to give away. I heard now today, you don't want to give away Andujar. Andujar is, is he, like he's hot this Why isn't he had, playing tonight? An, exactly. He had a nice week. He's swinging. Dude, good he had three home runs three in four th- games. You know, let's let's sit him tonight against in a must win game against the Valdi. Thanks against the Valdi. Right. Who's just throwing smoke? And thank you, Gary. My God. Oh, foul ball. Excuse me. Like, what are these guys swinging at? These Here's one thing I heard today. Strikes. I was listening to. I was listening to uh, Locked On MLB with our with our pal Sully, 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 and he talked about he, he kind of made the same point. So I'm kind of ripping him off, but how the Yankees need some sort of offensive piece, not a big superstar piece, but a piece, and a name he brought up, or a name like this, like a Starling Marte from the Marlins, hmm. a guy who you don't need him to come in and be a big bad and be a superstar, but. He, he made a comparison, not power-wise, but, you know, remember in 2000 when the Yankees brought in a David Justice? Yeah. Right? So, somebody who can who you can get in here, you know, May, June, early July kind of thing, just come in, play some baseball, right? Play a couple days a week, just some type of spark, and that spark is just not there. You know, again, we're sitting here, it's uh, almost 10 o'clock on Friday night, Yankees are currently down 5-2, bottom of the ninth, one out. Clint Frazier's up. I heard him earlier this week talk about how he feels good about like his batting stance. And I mean, but I also watched him earlier in the week look at some pitches just go right down the plate. And it was just you're, horrendous. You're, you're a little behind, so just watch what he's doing there. But I'm saying, and, and he's doing the same thing, you know, right now. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what the spark is. I don't know who it's going to be. It's got to be somebody. And I know the Yankees, the talk is that the Yankees need to go get Trevor Story. You know, it doesn't sound like they'll go get him because I don't know why. I don't know why you just don't make the make the move and you know then show him what New York's all about and then re-sign him in the off season. But I think they're just gonna deal with what they have right now. They have nothing to give away. Nobody wants Frazier. Nobody wants Sanchez. And that's a swing and a miss. Have a great night. Yankees lose five two. Fantastic. So the New York Yankees are now thirty one and twenty seven, still in third place. In the AL East, the Red Sox moved to 34 and 23 ahead of the Yankees in second. Uh, real quick uh, of note, I don't know if you care, but I'll throw it out there. Uh, Michael King made a little history tonight. He became the first Yankee starter to throw the immaculate inning in a Yankee Red Sox game. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The immaculate inning is he threw nine strikes, three up, three down, boom, done. Done. And that's never been done before by a Yankee pitcher in a Red Sox game. That's crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's why baseball is amazing. You can see something you've never seen before at any time. It's baseball, Susan. <laughs> well, speaking of fun trivia like that, AJ, you put in a trivia question that we have not yet provided. What's our trivia question today, bud? Let's do it. So here's our question for episode number 20. Question is, who was the first player in Major League Baseball history 
and of course a Yankee, to hit two grand slams in the same game. We'll have that answer coming up before we say goodbye today. Now, we hit on some of the highlights of uh, tonight's game, and apparently mine is still going. The game hasn't ended for me yet. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm still in the past, but we all know what happened. Thanks, AJ. Um, Real quick, just a couple of, uh, one nice thing. Uh, Welcome back. Phil Nevin returned from COVID protocols, and uh, maybe he'll solve some of the base running issues we've had between second and home. I think COVID was the best thing for him. Did you hear what happened to him? No, I did not. Enlighten me. So, so while he was on the IR, IL, whatever you want to call it these days, um, because of his COVID, they did a blood test, and it turned out he had a bacterial disease, and he lost twenty-two pounds in the weeks that he was yeah in the weeks that he was not a uh, with the team. Wow. Yep. So while he was sick, and yes, he had COVID. The bigger part was this bacterial infection that he had. Huh. I had not seen yeah. that. Yeah. Heard All that right. today. 22 pounds he lost. All right. Well, he didn't have much work to do tonight because, again, a solo home run. <laughs> no, none of this. <laughs> he did. He had to do the fist bump to judge. How many hits did the Yankees have today? Uh, seven or eight. Maybe nine. It's pathetic. It is. It is pathetic. It's bad. Uh, this is now the congratulations to New York Yankees. 12 straight games that they have scored less than five runs. Boom. Like, even the Dodgers, when they're not winning, they're still putting up, like, tremendous numbers. The Yankees had eight hits tonight. Boston had nine and two errors, and the Yankees have two runs. That's crazy. Hmm. Hmm. And we didn't even talk about the fact that they got swept by Detroit last weekend. No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> didn't want to talk about that. They, won, they, they went two and two versus the Rays. Now, oddly enough... The ball bounces a different way a couple of times. They could have swept that series, or they could have went 0 for 4. That's very true. Yeah, I, again, no matter what the game is, they're leaving guys in scoring position. Hmm, Tyone gets his first taste of the uh, rivalry tomorrow. Tyone, the Frenchman. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, on the week they were 2 and 5. And really, if we yeah. count today, 2 and 6. Yeah, double, no, we do count today. We do come today. Yeah, we do. That's what we said. Um, So coming up, again, so uh, we we talked about hot. Judge hot and Duhar had a a very nice week this week. Again, why is he not playing? I guess there's people smarter than you and me. Lots of people smarter than you and me. Um, And who's not, again, the Yankee offense collectively just sucks right now. And like tonight, I saw a stat, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Chris. I saw a stat tonight that numbers... One through five batters, I think it was the seventh inning, the numbers one through five batters were eight for 16. Not bad, right? Not bad. The six through nine, over 12. That's not a balanced lineup, and that's not going <laughs> to win you games. Not going to win you games. You're getting, you're getting your first couple guys on base, and what do you do? You pop out to the pitcher's mound, you strike out three times in a row. I'm tired of it. Like, I'm tired of watching that, and I think the thing that makes me upset the most is that I can't watch baseball like that. Yeah. I can't. It's, it's not exciting. Because, like, you almost know what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. It's it's not fun to watch. It's, uh... I would say it's not fun to talk about, but I do enjoy these conversations with you. <laughs> so, I think you just, like, hear me... You just, like, hear me go off about this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll poke you a little bit. <laughs> I know you do. Um, and I hate to be negative. I, I just hate to be negative. It's just... 
I love this team. I love the game of baseball. And I just can't stand like what we're watching. Here's how you have influenced me. You are realistic. Most weeks we sit down. I am overly optimistic because I'm just, I think it goes back to being a spoiled fan of the nineties and early 2000 Yankees who not, you know, the name on the front of the Jersey meant something and the people in the jerseys Mm -hmm. meant even more. And it, it just, I don't know. It, it just seems like everything that went right 25 years ago is going wrong right now. Right. It's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, the youth, the youth you know, judge having a there. good individual season. Well, that's, right. that's what Mattingly did for his career. He was a bright yeah. spot on a team of wow. garbage. Good call. Oh my gosh. Right. Okay. Mm. You know, the, it, can I ask you something? Go ahead. I mean, we could be doing the podcast a very long time, so we got, we're probably gonna have plenty we, of time we, for we, questions. We, what do you got? We could. Based on what they're creating. We definitely could. I think there's just teams out there that are better. Can we, can we go back to the question? Like, what do you do with this team? Because look, uh, speaking to a friend the other day who's not a Yankee fan, who's a Mets fan. I got an answer. He knows, go I'm re- I, 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 he knows I'm realistic. And I was just kind of talking to him about some things. And, uh, and I said, you know, I said what I said to you. I was like, this team is good, but it's not good enough. Like, I'd like for them to make the playoffs because anybody can get hot in the playoffs, but I don't see this team competing for a World Series. And my buddy said to me, he goes, it's probably better for the Yankees not to make the playoffs this year because then they're forced to blow it up because if they do make the playoffs and they get hot, they're not going to change anything. So I'm asking you, Christopher, do you blow up this team prior to the playoffs? Because look, there is a good chance by the end of this weekend we could be the fourth best team in the AL East. Great chance. Do you blow up this team come, man, I guess July, the end of July, right? Early August. That's when the trade deadline is. Do you blow up this team or do you just kind of let it ride? That is a really good conundrum you have posed. In blowing this up, let me, let me throw this one in. Okay. In blowing this up, since there's not many pieces other teams are going to want, do you trade Aaron Judge? Let me say this. You just said that there are pieces that other teams do not want. I would disagree with that statement. We would not get a good return for those players. But any player that you would consider trading, Frazier and Duhar, or she- but let's put it this way. I think the only person on this team who's untouchable is Garrett Cole. Okay, so I think that also answers your judge question. Judge would bring value. Okay, anybody else, you could trade anybody, but they're not going to get much back and i'm sure that there are teams who believe in their war rooms that hmm, we could bring in frazier change the scenery treat him treat him good maybe he'll play well for us right pick anybody on that team uh you know maybe uh lemay also untouchable that i would not consider yeah, just, based, just based on his contract yeah maybe yeah but again somebody who you could trade and you would get value hmm. right um blow it up I mean, you know, when you really think about it, when you think about Brian Cashman as a GM, mm-hmm. hasn't really done much. Nope. He inherited a team when Bob Watson retired, and he just kind of let it ride, mm-hmm. right? I-, I would say his best work was back in 2017, where they basically blew it up midseason, called up the baby mm-hmm. bombers, and now we've had baby bombers who are not baby bombers anymore. It's been five years right yeah or it's going to be five so you know four years now 
And Those guys are approaching their thirties. Why not blow it up? I, 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 I do. Agree, I do agree with your friend about it's probably better that they don't make the playoffs. Right. I didn't think about it that way. I think he's spot on because I think, and this is where the Steinbrenner son is much different than Papa Bear than Papa Bear George. Mm-hmm. I think they are content with just making the playoffs. I don't think they care whether or not they win a World Series privately. It's a business. Privately, it's a business. Right. Publicly, they'll they'll say, but. You know, you don't get those missives like, you know, if they didn't make the playoffs and George Steimer, you know, you'd have Mike Francesa reading the missives, you know, on the fan when the season would end. And, you know, I mean, George would have blew this up on April 2nd. Yeah. (laughs) But George is not here. And what frustrates me is this organization prints money hand over fist. Mm -hmm. Luxury tax be damned. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. matter. Now, I'm not saying they need to go out and buy all the pieces, but you know what? I was talking with a couple guys that, that I work with and they were like, you know, I really like that, that Shea Otani, you know, two, you know, two way player, pitcher, batter, phenomenal athlete. When you compare him to other, uh, Asian players who have come over, he's one of the, he, he's bigger physically, like compared to other guys who have come over here. Like he, he literally just built differently. And we were talking about the fact that the Yankees were interested. They got outbid the Yankee. I, this team can afford to make mistakes where they overpay and get burned because again, they print money. Like I can go on my printer right now and print anything I feel like they can afford where other teams who don't have the resources can't afford to make those financial mistakes. The Yankees can make mistakes. So I say, why not? Okay. I like it. I, I, I think also, I don't, I don't think judge is a tradable piece. I think judge is completely untouchable. Because the fan base will go absolutely bonkers if he was to leave. Um, I, I I agree with Cole. I agree with um, Lemayhew. I, I, well, I, I think there is just one person you could trade Judge for where the Yankees fans would not be like, no, where they would be like, okay. Mike okay. Trout's not coming. I know he's not, but that would be the one piece, the one player in this league you could trade Aaron Judge for where Yank, I'm not saying the Angels would do it. Right, not by any stretch, but where Yankee fans would not go to burn the building down if they traded Aaron Judge. If it was Judge for Trout, straight up, Yankee fans would rip down those Judge's Chambers letters and hang a little fish on the wall, and it would be like the Trout Tank <laughs> out in right field. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I'd be okay with. I, I would be okay with Trout. I'd be okay. But that's it. Yeah, that's it. No, I, 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 I so, I so like Judge. I still think he's. Uh, I still think he's the future. I still think he's the next, not the next Jeter by any means, but definitely the future of the franchise. Um, everybody else, peace out. See you later. Like, yeah. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I'll put this like, out there here trade, on June. Severino. I'll put Go this ahead. out here on June 4th. Uh, the next Jeter, put that in quotes, whatever that means, that player hasn't been born yet. That I would, I would, I would promise you. Whoever would be compared to, not alive yet. <laughs> that, that, there, there can only be one, I guess, right? There well, it, in terms of next great Yankees, and I'll be honest, Judge is nice. I don't think Judge is the next great Yankee. No, I agree. I agree. I, I, I like the comparison to Mattingly more than I do any any comparison to Jeter. I think you're onto something there. I'll title well, this guess, episode Donald Arthur Judge. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I guess we're going to see what, what they do. I, I, it's going to be... Mm. I'm just looking at standings right now. The Yankees 
you know, they're, they're, they're fourth in the wild card, could be fifth if Toronto picks it up this weekend. Like, I know it's June, but again, other teams are going to start stepping up. Other teams are going to start making moves. Like, you can, teams are not just going to wait for the Yankees to call. You know, if they want to get rid of some players, teams are going to start doing that now. So, you know, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know what's out there. I don't know. I don't even know what the Yankees could do, but I, I think they need a wake-up call in Actually, many ways. AJ, I just, I, this is this is hot off the other uh, recordings. This is an actual response that Brian Cashman has gotten as he's called around. I can't really reveal who the team is, but this is what he got. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And that's pretty much what Brian Cashman is hearing when he calls around. Is that the GM, Willie? Willie the GM? Yes. <laughs> Willie. Got it. Got it. Well, uh, hey, uh, Angel, this so is Brian Cashman. Uh, what do you think about Judge? Wrong, sir. Wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Meanwhile, it feels like we got a little bunch of Oompa Loompas running around the outfield. Uh, smiles here late on a Friday night. Hope well you guys done. are enjoying the episode. <laughs> late on a Friday night, the Yankees lose another one and slip closer and closer to average. They're already there. They are, but at least they have a winning percentage above average. They're about to hit average. True. I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just very disappointed. This is not what we were promised. I don't know what we were promised. I don't know. I guess you're right. I don't know what we were promised either, but what we am I promised anything? What am I expecting? They haven't met expectations. Yeah. My they're expectations. Not, well, they're not playing up to the back of their baseball cards. Depends on the year. Well, look at LeMahieu. doing exactly. Like, LeMahieu's having a down year, year, yet. Yeah, he's 100 points off his average from last year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's who he is. Maybe Colorado knew. You know what? Could it, could it just be, in all seriousness, could it just be the fact that other GMs might actually be better than the Yankee GM? Is that a possibility? That other GMs are playing this analytics game better? Like, we both work in schools. We know there's a lot of schools out there who put on a good show on social media. But when you go in the school, it's not as exciting. Maybe right. the Yankees, because of the name, have a lot of allowance because Cashman's not going anywhere. Maybe these little small market teams are just better. Maybe Billy Bean really is the best GM in baseball. Maybe they're just better. Maybe in the long run, their players can't compete because they're missing that that extra oomph. But I think GMs are just better. So by that, by that statement, the Yankees have the oomph which is not oomphing right now, and we don't have the little pieces, right? Analytics would say most of these guys shouldn't be playing for the team because when you look at those important statistical categories, what do some of these players bring to the table? What does Brett Gardner bring to the table other than sentimental value? I'll say it here again in the you know, beginning of June. Shouldn't be on the team. Shouldn't have signed him. Maybe Floreal should be here as the fourth outfielder learning this year right? Again, where is he? Where's the opportunity? Now, obviously the minor league season is getting in full swing. So hopefully uh, in future weeks, we can bring a little bit more to the table on what's going on down on the farm, you know, whether it's Somerset or uh, in Scranton, 
Um, but certainly we'll keep our eye on what's going on. And I, I think change should come either via trade or let's start to look within and see what we've got. You know, that, that spark could come from anywhere. And I'll still All say, right. it. I'll still say, it. I know, I know a couple weeks ago you said he hadn't played a game in this country yet, but mm. Jason Mingus, uh, I don't, Hey, why not? Well, I'd rather see Florial first and let it let, you know, I agree with you. Maybe, Bring maybe them both it's not up. a trade. Maybe it's not a trade. Maybe it really is just working with these kids to see what they can do. Baby maybe bombers round two. Yep. You never know. No, no, we'll see. You never know. But here's what I'll tell you something else. I don't know. I do not know the answer to the trivia question, which was who was the first player in major league history and a Yankee to hit two grand slams in the same game. Archibald Joseph. What is the well, answer? Archibald. Oh, this, actually, that name probably goes back to when this question was created. So on May 24th, <laughs> in the year 1936, Tony Lazari is the first player in MLB history, and obviously a Yankee, to hit two grand salamis in a game. Oh, salami! I feel like there was a bit with uh, Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey, where he talked about Tony Lazari, like, Harry Carey here. Oh, this grandpa by Lazari. Oh my goodness. Probably. I don't know I if that's even a good. That. <laughs> Probably that's not. A, a good Harry Carey. Will Ferrell did it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try. What is that? Is Marv coming in? No, Marv is not here tonight. So AJ, before we uh, put this puppy to bed, uh, we got the week ahead. Obviously, we have the rest of this three-game weekend series against the Red Sox. Then, and you pointed this out to me. In what might be the strangest scheduling I've ever seen, not only are the Yankees off on Monday this coming week, they are also off on Friday. Elias, when's the last time the Yankees were off on Monday and Friday in the same week? Uh, they will when be. Was the last time? When was the last time they had two days off that wasn't an All Star break? <laughs> there you go. I, uh, maybe that'll right the ship. Who knows? A little extra. Who, um, who mm. knows? Uh, although, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, but, uh, after being home against the Red Sox, they travel to Minnesota June 8th through the 10th for their first visit to target field in over a year as they go visit the Twinkies. Obviously they didn't travel to Minnesota in 2020. So they go to, uh, Minnesota and then, uh, I'll, I'll just say it, although it's not part of our prediction, uh, next weekend, June 12th and 13th, they will be in Philly facing Joe Girardi and company. So AJ, I hope I hope Didi goes nuts. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe Girardi and Aaron Boone can fist fight at home plate or something. I'm totally rude for Girardi. Oh, he would kick still, his ass. <laughs> so, so probably the worst fire in Yankee history. <laughs> Here's uh, what would happen. Maybe, maybe maybe next week we can talk about that. Oh, what worst, could have been? What could have what, been? What could have been if so Didi we, and Joe stayed with the Yanks? So we want to go on a return the Infinity Stones alternate timeline. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Let's put it this way. Thanos had more rocks on his finger than the Yankees have in the last 12 years. Sad. So sad. All right. So rest of the series against the Red Sox, I will say they will split and go one and one. AJ, what say you? I'm going to hope for a split. I'm, I'm going to say Herman comes through on Sunday. Who has been pitching well. Still, yeah. a, still, still a scumbag, but still, he's still been pitching well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Going to Minnesota. I'm going to be real, and maybe this is my inner AJ coming out, but uh, they will probably go one and two against the Twins. <sighs> they shouldn't. 
there I should know be that, no reason. I, for I know that. they shouldn't. I'm, I'm with you. Saying, and the only reason I'm with you, and I feel like I'm walking all over you tonight. I'm sorry. No, um, go. I, I don't know who their pitching rotation is yet, and I'm kind of concerned about that because Cole pitched Thursday. Right, is it? So he might pitch Tuesday. Yeah. What did you say they're going to do? Two and. I think they'll two go one three. and one against Boston, one and right. two against the Twins. So I got them one going and, two one and three. One and two against the Twins. Wow. Yeah. I think they're going to go two and three this week. <sighs> All right. So I'll go split. Split Boston. I'll say two out of three in Minnesota. Look so at I'm us influencing each other. Three wins. I just feel like I should, I just feel like they should beat Minnesota. Minnesota is a hurting team right now. Now, hold on. Shh. Don't tell anybody. But I'm mm-hmm. hoping that by saying they'll go one and two. Oh. They'll Sorry. go two and three or two and that's, one. That's that's like when I said they would sweep Toronto anybody. and then they got swept by Toronto. That's what you're doing there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to got it. Got get it. the good juju I going. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. I won't tell anybody. Sorry, nobody listen to this anyway, so we're not telling anybody. <laughs> no. Don't say that because Inspector Clouseau is listening. Right. It's true. So is Alex. Hi, Alex. So is Alex. And my mom and dad. <laughs> And if you're not I'm one sorry. of those people that we've identified, Let us send know. us an email. Feedback at chasefor28.com. Connect with us on Twitter at chasefor28pod. And AJ is going to touch them all. There it goes, deep to right. And AJ's trotting around the bases. What do you got for us, buddy? Well, if I was a Yankee, I wouldn't be. But thanks for listening, everybody. This is uh, episode 20 of the Chase for 28. And we appreciate you being here. Do us a favor. Support the show. We always tell you this. You got three ways to do this. First of all, tell a Yankee fan about the podcast. Let them listen. Hear us rant and rave. And then let us know if we're totally off base or if I'm off base. You also have the opportunity to become a legend by visiting chasefor28.com slash legend. And of course, finally, grab your gear. Your Chase for 28 merch is available for sale. Grab a shirt, grab a hoodie, grab a beer cozy. Meet us at the stadium soon visit chasefor28.com slash merch and when you get that merch hit us up on the twitter at chasefor28pod and let us know what what it looks like what's that it looks like aj you have hit a home run there it goes deep to right See ya. Go Yankees.